Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. tuned into the Tell It Like It Is radio show. This is a live broadcast coming from the studios of KDIX AM 
in Dickinson, North Dakota. And the reason I say that is if you're listening to KDIX AM, you know that's true. But also, there are people listening to us online tonight on the KDIX website, all over the world, actually, and on Holy Ghost Radio. And that's so there are two different ways to listen to us, but this is a live broadcast uh, live from the KDIX AM station in Dickinson, North Dakota. And you that are listening on these other means, uh, just be aware that we are a uh, we're reaching out to our area. This is tuned in to by all kinds of people from our area, this uh, predominantly Catholic town of Dickinson, North Dakota. And I love it here. I really do. Got people texting me already already tonight. We have uh, we've got some people listening in Pennsylvania tonight, the Hostetlers, uh, a man named Ben Yoder, who's a friend of mine, and Carl and Jeannie listening tonight in Michigan. They're listening. So those are the ones that have texted me so far. They must know my number. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862, 701-290-7862. We had a good church service, good church services today. We have a service at 10 o'clock, which is on Sundays, which is a uh, Bible study, which we split up into several groups for the adults. And then also there's, during the summer, there's a children's church that um, is from 10 o'clock to 10.50 for the children. And so we have that going on, and then we take a little break, and at 11 o'clock we have our worship service. We had a meal today in honor of Father's Day. We had a, a potluck church meal. And I got to have a little bit of it. I we um, I always my Sunday afternoons are a little hectic because at one thirty or so we go up to the county jail and hold two services there, and so I don't get to usually stick around for a meal. But I did get a good bowl of soup in. I um, I've got a note here. I'm going to do something kind of different here today. But last week one of the ladies that teaches at our women's Bible study at the county jail, she had locked her keys in her car. And they had called East End Auto, and Mark from East End Auto came, unlocked her car, did not charge her anything. And she said, could you on the air just thank him for that? I said, I just did. I, I could. And so I, I will thank him so much for that act of kindness towards a, a lady from our church. On Tuesdays, we have a women's Bible study at the county jail. On Sundays, we have two church services at the county jail. And then Sunday evening, we have a church service that they're doing right now as I speak at the women's prison in uh, New England. And so we have one of the things our church does is a lot of prison outreach and jail outreach. And I enjoy it so much. And uh, I've, I've been involved with it for, I don't know, I guess altogether probably 35 years now that we've been preaching in jails and prisons, and I've uh, made some great friends there. I always tease the guys up there that if one of you dangerous people get out of here and kill me someday, that'll still look good on my record. It's, you know, good old Pastor Bob, you know, died in the line of duty. I'm not hoping they do that, but I'm just saying if they do that, I'm, I'll still I'll still look good, I, th- I think, from that. But, but it is enjoyable to reach, Jesus said, to go out in the highways and byways and compel them to come in. He said the good and the bad. And so um, uh, the New Life Pentecostal Church is is a church. You know, you walk into our church. You know, I've had people come to our church. We preach holiness and righteousness. So people think that we're, I don't know what they think. You know, I've been accused of being a Pharisee, of being judgmental, of being self-righteous. But if you only knew the the people that, that, um, that, and where they came from in our church, 
you would realize that we love everybody. We accept everybody. We've had people in our church that have been baptized in the name of Jesus, received the Holy Ghost, used to live a, a homosexual lifestyle. We've had people that that um, have you know have been married multiple times before they came to God. We've got all kinds of different things that in our church, and so don't please don't accuse us of not being accepting. We accept anybody. We just don't accept everybody's behavior. <laughs> and that's hard for some people to understand. Happy Father's Day, by the way. I'm just rambling here, but uh, I told uh, Abe is in the studio with me. He hasn't said much yet, but he hasn't brought his guitar or anything today, so he's not singing. But he, um, I told him on the way here, I, I am so so mixed up on what to talk about. And finally, I've got a whole bunch of things. You know, it's Father's Day. I was going to talk about that. It's, it's. Uh, I was going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I was going to talk about um, religious kooks today. I was talking. I don't. You know. And finally, I just told him just before the program started because he had to have a title that I'm going to talk about being all mixed up. And it sounds like I am all mixed up, doesn't it? Because I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Isaiah chapter five, verses twenty through twenty-two is where I'm going to start. And here again, if you're listening tonight, text me, 701-290-7862. Hey, we've got a, a girl named Jasmine listening in Bismarck tonight. We've got some people listening in Beulah. It says we are listening in Beulah, but I don't know who these people are. Good to have you guys listening. We've got um, we've got somebody listening. Let's see, a 928 number. Is that an Arizona number? 928, I'm not even sure. So I, a bunch of people, I don't know who you are, but you say you're listening, so that's good. Isaiah 520 through verse 22. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, and put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. And this is kind of where we're going to start tonight. Uh, I, this, is a, this is a group of people that there's a woe to them. In other words, some bad things are going to happen because they're all mixed up. They call evil good, good evil, and so on. And maybe we'll talk about all these things that these verses talk about tonight. You know, many years ago, I think maybe 35, 36 years ago, there was a president named Ronald Reagan, and he delivered a speech, and in the speech he called the Soviet Union the evil empire. Well, he was very, very criticized for that, uh, those very harsh words, um, This, um, the, the, these harsh words of calling the Soviet Union an evil empire. And people criticized him. Well, the truth is, <laughs> the Soviet Union was a very evil empire. If you know anything about history, uh, you will know, if you know anything about what happened, especially with Stalin, uh, there were millions of people that died, were starved to death, police brutality, tortured, uh, sent to Siberia. Um, it was an evil empire. Ronald Reagan was just calling it what it was. To put it simply, uh, uh, they were evil. And so this this concept that we have today, that we're afraid to say things like that, we're afraid to call things evil, or even worse, to call evil good. That's very interesting to me. You know, we call evil 
good. You know, there there are, uh, and I, I may talk a little bit about modern media tonight, possibly. I might get into that. But we have uh, we have uh, uh, industry, a movie industry, for instance. Uh, uh, we t- talk about it as Hollywood because that's where many of those movies generate from Hollywood, California. Um, many of these movies, uh, they have um, they have their awards they give out for the actors and actresses, and people talk about that was a good movie. But if you stop to look at what was in the movie you would realize no that's evil like it's it's evil it's it's wrong it's it's full of uh sinful evil things but we live in a society that calls evil good you know um there is a one of the things that really kind of kind of cracks me up but kind of makes me want to be upset is when you listen to Christian radio stations and they do Hollywood movie reviews and they say, now we give this movie a family-friendly friendly, um, um, you know, number of five or three or two. It's got swearing, nudity, whatever. So uh, on a family scale, it's a two. Well, my question is, why is it even on the chart? And it, the reason is, is because we are so brainwashed in this country to call evil good and 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 being all mixed up. You know this uh, this this uh, you know immorality, which is really, if I could just say it. You know, just sum it all up as sexual relations outside of marriage is, according to the Bible, evil. And according to the Bible, two men cannot get married or two women cannot get married. But we're living in a society that calls that good. Like, that's good that we do this. You see, who's, in whose opinion is it good? Now here, I started out the broadcast, if you're tuning in late, this is Pastor Bob with the New Life Pentecostal Church, Dickinson, North Dakota. We, I started out the broadcast talking about how in our church, there are people from all kinds of backgrounds there, including immorality, homosexuality, criminal activity, drug abuse, all kinds of different things. Oh, there were other people there that just grew up as good people too. I mean, it's just a wide spectrum of people. We have people that we have people that grew up Amish that come to our church. We have people that grew up polygamist that come to our church. We've got um, you know people from all kinds of different cultures and nationalities that come to our church. But the problem in our society is the acceptance. Not of people, but of evil. You see, sometimes we, it seems like, that we misunderstand God's patience and think that he's tolerant of something when he's not. So to call evil good, like, like um, 
uh, we we live in a society where, like I say, it, it, it can happen in North Dakota. It can happen anywhere where two men will want to get married. Well, the very definition of the word marriage is man and woman. Jesus said that. He said from the very beginning, Jesus said, a man should leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, and the two of them shall be one flesh. Jesus defined marriage. Now, whatever two men get and do together, whatever they do, I suppose it's a free country. But it's not marriage, according to the Bible. But now, because I just said that, you could call me evil. Because that's the opposite of calling evil good, is to call good evil. Like, you're evil, Pastor Bob, because you just said that. Well, I'm going to tell you this, that that um, if it becomes a crime for me to talk about what's good and what's evil on the radio, I'll probably end up in my jail ministry in a different way. Because I have no intentions of falling into this stupidity that's going on in our country. There is uh, there is a uh, ignorance of of you know listen to me folks homosexuality if you're a homosexual tonight listening to me uh you are welcome to visit our church we want you there we want you to come there we want to help you because the lifestyle you're living is extremely dangerous the average life expectancy of a male homosexual is, is homosexual is probably 20 years less than than a uh, person that practices it the way god says to I mean, this is a very, very dangerous and spiritually dangerous also. It's wrong. It's a sin. But now you rednecks that are listening to me say, yeah, get them, Pastor Bob. Get those homosexuals. Get them, Pastor Bob. You guys that think you're so great. But I'm going to tell you this. Sex outside of marriage is just as much a sin as what I just said about homosexuality. If you think, you know, you're driving home from the bar tonight and, and uh, you say, yeah, Pastor Bob, get them. Yeah, those homosexuals, they're bad. But you're thinking about flirting around with some woman that's not your wife. And you don't get right with God. You're going to spend eternity in the same place as those other people that don't get right with God. You see, we... You know, we live in this world where we people talk about Jesus in the same sentence that they talk about getting drunk. I mean, one of the reasons I don't like country music is, is one of the real reasons I don't like it is because the mixing of Jesus with all kinds of stuff that don't have anything to do with Jesus. <coughs> because they want to call evil good. Am I all mixed up tonight? Text me, let me know, 701-290-7862. John has a new way of looking at life. He's tired of his job, his kids and his wife. Says a secret to his success wasn't leaving and finding himself. 
Father's Day, by the way, and thank you all for the texting that you're doing. It's kind of weird on my texting. Sometimes I'll get a whole bunch of them at once. In this studio that we broadcast from, it's in the basement. And my cell phone, I don't take phone calls on this call phone because of the the uh, poor reception I have down here. But sometimes I'll get like five or six texts. Last week was really weird. I got, when I left the station, I got a whole bunch of texts and, and, and voicemails Um at the after I was completely had left the station, like they were all clogged up. But if you're t- just tuning in, Pastor Bob Simons, the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. We are a, this is a live broadcast. We we are broadcasting live from a local AM station, and we are being picked up by their website and also by Holy Ghost Radio Channel Two. And so when you do text me tonight, seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two, let me know how you're listening. We have people. Listening from the Philippines, we have people listening in Grafton. It looks like a new listener, maybe in Mississippi, listening tonight, and Bismarck, uh, Pennsylvania, Arizona. Uh, so we're glad that all of you that are listening are listening tonight. We're talking about uh, all mixed up, just a, a world that's all mixed up. You know, calling evil good, calling good evil. Our text in it was in the Book of Isaiah. And uh, we're, we maybe we'll get to the rest of that, but it says that put darkness for light, light for darkness, put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. You know, um, like people are, people, let me just kind of talk about people that call good evil. Like, I have heard people say this, I'm not going to make my kids go to church because I was made to go to church when I was little, and I'm not going to do that to my kids. See, they're calling good evil. You know, you make those ch- children come to church. How evil is that? <laughs> you know, that's so that's so funny to me. That is so crazy to me. So in other words, you're not going to church because you were made to go to church when you were little. And so now you're not going to go to church. So were you made to brush your teeth when you were little? Were you made to uh, wipe your rear end when you were little? Were you made to go to school when you were little? Were you made to listen to your mom and dad when you were little? 
You see, that is one of the dumbest arguments I've ever heard. And I've heard that. I'm going to say this. I've heard it dozens of times in the last 40 years that I've lived for the Lord. Well, I was made to go to church when I was little, and I'm I'm not going to go to church now. I made up my mind. I'm not, <laughs> I thought, that's so dumb. But see, see what you're doing? You're calling good evil. In other words, your parents meant good by bringing you to church. They wanted you to know about God. They wanted you to know about the things of God. They wanted you to realize that you're not just an animal. You were created by a God who created you in his image with a free will. That's why your parents made you go to church. You know, um, did I make my kids go to church? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, you would have had to, I mean, if you were maybe dead, we wouldn't have had to go. But then you need it. We, we, I'd still want to see a coroner's signature to make sure you were really dead. <laughs> if you were sick, we went to church. If the car didn't work, we went to church. My kids love going to church to this day. And now all my grandkids, the, the man that's running the controls in the studio here, Abe Simons, is one of my grandsons, my oldest grandson. And, uh, and uh, Abe, you love going to church. You know, he, he doesn't get into town much. He lives like 60 miles out of town on the Little Missouri River on like 22 miles of gravel, something like that. And uh, he's, he's, he's out there. You know, he, what he really likes, he likes getting on his horse and checking the cattle, but I know he loves to come to church. And, uh, and now he even drives separately so he can stay and do this radio show. You know, it's not evil to teach children what's good. You know, like all those Pentecostal kids, they can't do this or that. And so they're criticized because of it. I had a, a brother-in-law many years ago that thought I was neglecting my children because I didn't have a television set. Those poor kids can't watch TV. They can't go to the movies. Well, you know what? That's not child abuse. I think it's child neglect to set your kids in front of that stupid thing. Do you know? I just read a report. I don't know if I don't know if my um, the PhD in our church is listening. I, we got a PhD in psychology listening, uh, but that goes to our church if he's listening tonight. I just read a report that the IQ, national IQ average, or not national, uh, in most countries, uh, European countries, America, the ne- that IQ is dropping drastically the last 20 years. IQ had, had risen, the way, I don't know how they test these things, but IQ had risen for like 40 years straight, in the last 20 or 30 years, IQ levels have been dropping. Well, the reason that this article said part of the reason was because of so much television and, and movie watching and, and gaming, internet gaming and, and computer games. This isn't good for your brain either. But it's certainly not good for your spirit. In the early 80s, the American Medical Association said that homosexuality was a disorder. And now they claim I have a disorder because I say that it's wrong. How did that change? It changed through Hollywood and television convincing an entire society that something that is wrong is now right. That's how it changed. 
You see, if you think that I neglected my children because I didn't submit them to all that garbage, you need to get your head examined. Because, see, this world is upside down. And in my little corner of this world in Dickinson, North Dakota, I'm trying to turn it right side up again. But because I'm trying to turn that song, I told Abe I love that song he played. Um, it's called Upside Down. I mean, this this world is upside down. We we have, you know, people living for themselves. That's If you listen to the words to that last song, they're living for themselves. We have Happy Father's Day, but a lot of fathers are very, very selfish. They have their hobbies. They have they have their bar night. They have their uh, their their all their things that they do for themselves, and they just set their kids in front of a TV for four point three hours a day. Doesn't sound like much of a father to me, and maybe you're not that father. Thank God. But I'm telling you, we're living in a world that is calling good evil and evil good. You know that this this. Um, this this selfishness that's that's happening uh, is is breaking marriages up. You know this selfishness that's happening is causing the porn industry to uh, uh, blossom and become a a uh, industry of of billions of dollars because of selfishness. This selfishness that's happening to our world is causing drug addiction and alcoholism to skyrocket it's not the pharmaceutical companies that are to blame for addiction it's not the mexican cartel that's to blame for addiction it's selfishness because selfishness is the very root of addiction You know this this idea that addiction is a disease is is really mixed up. Addiction has to do with selfishness. How do, does it make you feel? And that's the only thing you're concerned about, because you that are addicted out there to prescription pain pills, methamphetamine, alcohol, as far as I'm concerned, they're all just as bad. Uh, you you think you think methamphetamine's bad? It is, but alcohol. Do you know anybody that's addicted to it? It's bad. It might be worse. You know that's why that's why I preach against it so much. But you see, the reason I'm saying all this stuff is because we call drinking in our society good. Well, I'm telling you, it's evil. There's nothing good about it. You know, if you knew what it did to my family, to my dad, you wouldn't even try to argue with me about it. And and if you if you know, I, I mentioned to start the program out. I've been involved with prison ministry for for at least thirty five years. And if you could hear the stories that I hear, you wouldn't call alcohol good. It's 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 wicked. It's evil. It's a destroyer. I don't know if you know this, but that that many child molestation things have happened when, when the perpetrator is under the influence of alcohol. You know, I, I, I'm telling you, it's not good. But our society wants to call 
you know, like they want to call evil good. You know, this, this, um, you know, I, I'm telling you this, uh, we, we live in a society where children that are made to listen to their parents, there are people that think that's evil. I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think you're helping your children become successful. I think you're helping your children to be good students. I think you're helping your children to, to, uh, to be good, uh, someday spouses and, and parents. You see, we are living in a country that is so mixed up. And that's why, that's why we bought a new church building. That's why our church is growing. Because I'm convinced that people are sick of this upside down world. I think that, that right now, my goal, my goal for doing this program is not necessarily to be on Holy Ghost Radio or on the KDIX website. My real goal always has been these last 18 years or whatever we've done this is, is to reach people that are on their way home from Walmart. That's my goal. I, the reason I'm on the radio right now, you're driving home from Walmart and you're listening to me and you've never heard anybody talk about stuff like this before. I'm talking to you. That's the reason I do this program. That's the reason it's called Tell It Like It Is. Because inside of you, there's something that knows that what's going on in this world is so messed up. The good things of life, the, the good things that God has given us, are now disdained by people. Like a, a, a good mother that has a clean home and and children that are respectful and 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 love her and there's laughter in that home and there's joy in that home and there's um, there's there are there are homes where you know this 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 is good this is good stuff you know when when my when we when we moved to Dickinson my children were little we moved here to start a Pentecostal church we always had kids over at our house when we were raising our children and they're they're friends. And their friends, and, and here again, this has nothing to do with me or my wife, really. It just has something to do with this godly way of living that was given to me and taught to me. But we, their friends would say, we like going to your house. We have more fun at your house than we do at our house. Can we go to your house? Uh, the uh, At their house, they'd just sit around and watch TV. At our house, we'd sit around and visit. At our house, you know, my sons would bring their friends over. We'd do a little wrestling on the living room floor <laughs> while my wife would yell at us because we we're going to break something. Uh, at my house, we'd, we'd play a game. You know, at my house, we would just sit and visit. Is that evil? You know what? If you, if you disagree with me, boy, I'm not, I'm not letting it, letting, I, I got, I got to look at my texts. I got all kinds of stuff here. But there is a there is a um, there is a mixed up society that is that is, there's an epidemic of people that are full of depression and it's all kinds of psychiatric diseases. You know why? Because our society has called good evil and evil good. Text me tonight seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two and I'll read the rest of these while he's playing the song. 
Don't marvel when we say you must be born again To enter heaven's kingdom There is no other way Sins will be forgiven through the only name Given under heaven Whereby we must be saved The gift of the Holy Spirit regenerates the heart The gospel has the power to give a brand new start You shall know the truth, the truth will make you free Whom the Son sets free will be free indeed For His word is true and delights our way Shining more and more Perfect day, you shall know the truth. Great is the mystery of godliness. The everlasting Father manifest in Christ, revealing all His fullness to fallen man. The great God, our Savior. Laid down his life, tell it to your children, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. You shall know the truth, the truth will make you free. Whom the sun sets free will be free indeed for his word. You 
Pastor Bob, Tell It Like It Is radio show coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. In the studio with me is Abe. He's a single young man, and we've got girls texting in, and I think one girl kind of likes him that's texting in. I'm not sure about that. But uh, hello to Sierra. And then she's in Arizona, which is all right. And then hello to, we've got a young lady named Sky listening up in Velva, North Dakota. Good to have her listening. Um, we, uh, my daughter, Sarah just texted me and she said how there was a little friend of hers named Jacqueline that, that, uh, Jackie that came to our house. We were having so much fun at our house. Now here's a little girl that not Pentecostal girl. She's, she's a school friend of my daughter's many years ago. And her mother called just to see how she was doing. Cause she was going to be staying overnight. And this is what she told her mother, mom. I want to get rid of our TV and become Pentecostal. That's what this little girl told her mother. Mom, I want to get rid of our TV and become Pentecostal. Not because we'd been teaching her a Bible study. She wanted to because we were just having fun. We were laughing. We were talking. We were, uh, you know, uh, just goofing around. And so many kids want that. But instead, their parents just put in a movie. You know, that's what they do. They just put in a movie. I think that's wrong. I think it's wrong. And you have no idea what those people are teaching your children. I do, though. But you don't. Romans one twenty eight says, Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do the things which are not convenient. You see, we don't want God in our knowledge, and so we begin to actually believe that evil is good and that good is evil. Proverbs 17 and 15 says, He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. This Expression, abomination to the Lord, is not found many times in the Old Testament. But when it's found, pay attention, because this is something that even transcends the New Testament. Something that's an abomination to the Lord. What that means, that word abomination is found in the Old Testament many times. Uh, And when he's talking to the Jews, he said, this shall be an abomination to you. This shall be an abomination to all your generations. But when it says it's an abomination to the Lord... What that means is that this behavior makes God sick. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just. You see, some of these, you know, let me just tell you this. Some of these famous people are probably great people. But many of them are just immoral people that are not role models for our children. Many of these actors and actresses and sports heroes, they, you know, that they, it's not, they're, they're not good people, many of them. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 15, it says, Now we call the proud happy. Yea, that, yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. These these verses talk about a world that is upside down. A world 
that is, you know, you know, happy Father's Day, by the way. <laughs> I mean, like, wow, where, what, I mean, who put a quarter in me tonight? I, I mean, like, I, I mean, it's, it's, but we, our world is so, you know, being a man doesn't have anything to do with your big muscles. And it doesn't have anything to do with how many women, different women had, you had babies with. Or if you drive a motorcycle or not. Being a man has to do with righteousness, honesty, doing what's right. Um, you know, that, that's what being a man has to do with. Being a man has to, has, uh, you know, being a father has to do with paying your bills and working your job and, and, uh, making sure you know where your children are at and making sure that you are meeting your wife's needs. That's what being a man is. But, Hollywood says that being a man is something completely different than that. Am I telling you the truth or not? I mean, you people that that are maybe somebody listening tonight that loves Hollywood movies and stuff, tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. Tell me um the uh you know, tell me that uh there's really Hollywood just started putting out really wonderful movies about fathers and and families and and righteousness and how bad adultery is and but I don't think so. You know, when I was a kid growing up, we had two channels. I, w- I didn't grow up Pentecostal, so we had a TV. And uh, I we had two channels. And the, the movies that those played then would be considered very good movies now and very good programs. But you know, even those, when I think back, there were subtle messages very subtle messages of wrong. And of course, now it's not subtle anymore. It doesn't matter what people think, folks. It matters what God thinks. Luke sixteen fifteen says, Jesus said, He said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. You see, it doesn't matter what society says is good. What matters is what God says is good. You know what? What? Let me just tell you. There's a story that my pastor told me many years ago. Uh, that I believe the man lived up in Drake, North Dakota. My pastor knew him, and I've told this story many, many times. But this man, every day, would drive to the nursing home and feed his wife. His wife had lost her mind. She didn't know uh, who anybody was anymore. She had maybe had Alzheimer's. I'm not sure which disease she had. But her husband would drive up and feed her and spend breakfast and lunch with her, maybe supper, and then he'd go home, and then he'd come back the next day, every single day, be with his wife. One day somebody told him, they said, why do you do this? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of extra for you, and she doesn't even know who you are anymore. And he looked at this person and said, oh, that's okay, because I still know who she is. You see, this, this idea that, that, now, I don't know, when I told you that story, doesn't that mean something to you? Like, doesn't it mean something to you that, like, this is this is good. This is good. A man made a, a vow to a woman 
that he would be her husband and take care of her, and now she's lost her mind. And she doesn't know who he is, but he still knows who she is. It's his wife. It's the woman he made a promise to in her family. You know, this um, this topic tonight that I'm talking about, of all mixed up, our world is so mixed up. And, and that's why, you know, you that are listening to me in Beulah tonight and are listening to me in Harvey tonight, some of these uh, pastors of little churches that are starting churches, do not be discouraged. You will have revival. Your church will grow because there are people that are so sick and tired of this false, mixed up, goofed up um, teaching that's out there. There are people that long for a good family and, and have a desire for children that are, are normal. You know, like, I mean, you've got children. We've got children that have so many different, there are so many different psychiatric problems in children nowadays. This was not true 30 years ago. These psychiatric problems are environmental, folks. They're not, they're not because the McDonald's has got bad food. You know, I, you know, they maybe don't have good food, but it's not making your kids crazy. What's making your kids crazy is that stupid television and the stupid movies and, and the video games that are, are wrecking them. And your kids turn into, to fat little blobs that, that are, are obese and, and can't move and, and, um, and, and, and are unhealthy and are as white as a ghost because they don't go outside. And you say, Oh, it's the McDonald's food. No, it's not. See, this, what, what I'm telling you today is that as we turn away from the good things of God and we begin to call evil things good, our children will pay the price for this. And then they hit about 13, 14 years old and they find out that they can at least find a little comfort and joy in drugs. And they get hooked on drugs and we wonder what happened. You know, it isn't the easy way that's the best way. When you come to a T in life and your road, you know, just about always choose the hard way. Uh, we are creating a generation of softies that because what you know we, you know we call like like right now uh, we don't want children to have to work. We want them to be children. Does that sound good to you? Because that sounds wrong to me. Children have so much energy. Children need to be busy. It's good for children to work. It's good for children to have chores. Anytime you see a successful person, it's because somebody taught them the value of discipline and work. Whether they're a musician, whether they're a, a, a Bible quizzer, whether they're a tradesperson, whether they're a preacher, whether they're a professional person, everybody that's ever succeeded at anything has had somebody say, put that video game away and get to work. When you see somebody on top of a mountain, the old saying says, you know they didn't just fall there. <laughs> they got there somehow. You see, and, and this, this, um, this, our whole society, you know, like in our society, uh, one of the, one of the, the themes of country music is follow your heart. Follow your heart. Do you know the Bible doesn't teach that? 
The Bible, the Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Don't follow your heart. Follow the word of God. You know, there, there is, there is, it's, God's ways are not always the easy way. But the payback makes it worth the while. There is trouble in this life. You know, you know, I'm just, I'm just rambling facts and figures now, but, but God has never been interested in what the majority has to say. If the majority says that there's not going to be a flood in Noah's day, and there was only one man saying there was going to be a flood that heard from God, that one man was right and the majority was wrong. The truth needs no majority. You know, um, there is there is a um, there is a hurting world out there of people that are so confused, so mixed up. There's a world out there that's been taught that you're supposed to be number one, and you're wondering why you're not happy. Well, the reason is because you're not supposed to be number one. Before before I have Abe, he's going to quickly read some ways to contact us during the week. But I'll, I'm going to just say this: that the Bible teaches that we should be number three. When Jesus asked what the greatest commandment was, he said, "Love God, love others." And he didn't. He and that's those are number one and number two. And I'm going to say number three is maybe love yourself. But we have that commandment completely mixed up. We we love ourselves. We might love others. And if there's any room, we might have a little little bit left for God. Love God. Love others. If you do that, you're going to have a great life. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to have, be joy. You're going to go to heaven. I mean, all that. Abe, tell them how to get a hold of us during the week. This is a Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, and we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church. Um located here in Dickinson, North Dakota. Um, Our address is 501 Elks Drive. Um, And if you'd like to visit our church, um, you can do that. um, Sunday morning is at 10 o'clock. There's a Sunday school for adults and children. And then at 11 o'clock a.m., there's a worship service. And uh, everybody is invited for that. Um, Wednesday night, there's also a worship service at 7.30 p.m., and if you would like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can call him or text him. Um, his phone number is 701-290-7862. Or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Um, if you're from the beach area and you would like to go to a midweek service there, uh, apostolic service, you can do that at the Beach Community Center every Tuesday night. 7.30 p.m. And also now in Bowman, there is a service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as well, and that's right on Main Street. And um, I'm sure they would love to have you join them for that. Um, again, this is Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Um, Pastor Bob's cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Thank you, Abe. And thank you all for listening. I want to read one scripture before we close the program down. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This tonight, um, this is the good way. Living for Jesus is the good way. Living for Jesus is the way that has the most joy, that has the fulfillment, the purpose, everything God desired for us to have. Living for Jesus will fulfill that need. Anything less than that, anything else than that, you'll always uh, be unsatisfied. And unfortunately, you'll be lost. This... um, this program tonight, I know it seemed a little hard-hitting, and it seemed, hopefully it didn't seem unloving. I, I don't really want to come across that way, but I, I want to tell you this, that, again, our church is made up of, of people that have, many of them, spent years making mistakes. And they came and found a place of forgiveness at the foot of Jesus Christ. They came and repented of, your sin, of their sins. They were baptized in water in the name of Jesus They were filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And now their lives are completely changed and transformed. And they truly have found that good way. And so tonight, if you're thinking our church is just a church full of people that, that, you know, maybe you just think, I'd never fit into a church like that. God has a way of making you to be able to fit in. Because he can change us. And, and that's my, my desire for you tonight is that you would come to that place where you would come to that place with God where he would change you and that now you would understand what God calls good and what God calls evil. Lord Jesus, tonight as we um, end this program, I do pray for our listening audience. I ask them, God, to be touched. I know there possibly are people that are angry with me, but I pray, God, that you would just touch them and help them, Lord, to realize, uh, to, to not think about me, but to think about their own lives and, and, and their misery that they're living in and the unhappiness and, and the unfulfillment. God, I just pray that you help them to be honest and just be willing to give your ways a try. We just pray tonight for them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show, Lord willing, next Sunday night, 8.06 Mountain Time. We'll be back. Till then, good night. You are my joy in the midnight. You speak the word. I feel a call. I know in you I can be strong.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.